Welcome back to another edition of the Disney Dish Podcast with Jim Hill. It's Mila and Testa, and today we're at Disney's Hollywood Studios, walking through Echo Lake with Jim. Let's bring in my favorite stormtrooper and yours, one Mr. Jim Hill. Jim, how's it going? <laughs> You're exhausted just from walking through yeah, the... That's it. Your that's asthma's exactly acting up again. Yeah, right, Jim, we're walking by uh, Star Tours here. As everyone knows, this is the only Star Wars-related ride in the park right now until Galaxy's Edge opens. What's going to happen to, to uh, Star Tours once Galaxy's Edge does open? They believe there'll be 18 months where it just has to stay in place for capacity. In fact, there's a number of folks in management that I've spoken with who just said, look, we can't afford to lose any more rides. That's it, exactly. And when the lines get excessive, they're just going to print out a bunch of fast passes and comp people into this, likewise comp people into uh, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Launch Bay. Yeah. Uh, launch Bay's on the other side of the park, but yeah. So when they do that, do we anticipate that every single simulator in Star Tours will be running? Oh, they have to. They have to. And remember that we have six here as opposed to the four in Anaheim. Right. So it's a little bit more capacity, yeah. Yeah, but further on down the line, yes, there will be discussions about what to do with this corner. In fact, what's kind of intriguing, before Disney actually committed to the supersized Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, there was, for example, a plan. In fact, we're, we're just backed up against the... Uh, Backlog Express. Yeah, and what was fun about Backlog Express, at one point, the idea was that they were gonna try to create a continuous Lucas Land. I was just gonna ask you that. So, and, and here's, here was my observation, yeah. right? If you look at where we're standing right now, which is basically a little bit past Indiana Jones in front of Backlog Express, You've, you've got the Star Tours ride, and then you've got Grand Avenue. The only thing really that that would prevent Disney from making this entire plan from this point forward, Galaxy's Edge, is the fact that you'd cut off Muppet Courtyard. Yeah. But but does Muppet Courtyard eventually become a, a, a casualty of? I mean, does, do they look at Muppet Courtyard and Grand Avenue as an expansion pad? It may not look like it, but there is a plan underway right now for Muppet revival at, at Disney. In fact. We were talking earlier about the, the streaming service. Right. And Oh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. And what's what's happening is there's a revival of the Muppet Show that's being prepped for that. In fact, it's kind of ingenious. I'm sure a lot of the folks, particularly our listeners in the UK, remember that the Muppets last summer were in you know, in you know, the Muppets take the O2. They did a couple of nights of performances there. Really? And they filmed them there. And the, the, the thing is that they're, the show that they're cutting together that's based on that is sort of a proof of concept for a new Muppet show where, whereby the Muppets tour and they go to Boston, they go to Chicago, and they'll perform in front of a live audience, but at the same time they'll be shooting in front of a live audience and they'll bring in celebrity guests. Right. And that will then become the basis of the brand new Muppet series that will run on Disney Plus. And with the hope then that, you know, if we get that next generation of Muppet fans engaged, we can now protect that. We have our parade of would-be Jedi. Jedi training! It's a parade of children. That's right. And you know, nothing quite so frightening as a group of small children with hoods marching. <laughs> I'm sure this will turn out well, Len. <laughs> There's a Hitler Youth joke in there that I'm not going to make. Keep going, Len. Keep going. All right, Jim, up on our right is the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Speaking of Nazis, what, what are the plans for this? Are they, clearly, they can't make any changes between now and the time that uh, Galaxy's Edge opens, right? No, no, they can't. And and to be honest, the, you're going to be your blow-off attraction. But do keep in mind that the first Disney-produced Indiana Jones movie with Harrison Ford is being prepped. Indy 5. Mm -hmm. does, it have a, does it have a launch date? Does it have a release date? It just recently slid back by two years. 
So uh, I Harrison wanna... Ford's not getting any younger, Jim. That's kind of one of the the jokes of the movie. The, you know, in a weird sort of way. Harrison will be the age that Sean Connery was when he shot uh, Last Crusade. When there's a certain sort of symmetry there that that appeals to me. That I agree. I agree. But yeah, the the talk is at that point, based on the reaction of the film, they'll revisit the idea. There's also, frankly, been a revival of some talk of bringing the Indiana Jones adventure from Disneyland here. But of course, there <laughs> it would were fit. Also... I mean, it's, it's basically the, the dinosaur ride. Yeah, that's it exactly. If they. The character gets retooled in such a way, and the film is a billion dollar hit. You will see the indie adventure thing. <laughs> Sorry. I pulled the rope that says do not pull. I hope you're happy. I'm glad that that effect still works. It does, it does. All right, and let's continue on here, Jim. We're walking past Indiana Jones. We're coming up to Indiana Jones merch. We've got uh, Dinosaur Gertie on our left. Yeah, and I have to say, when they moved the the tree over to Echo Lake last year, yeah, it was initially thought to be somewhat controversial, but people have come to love it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think the the decor in Echo Lake is fantastic. The tree that you mentioned earlier is is fantastic. I like the decorations. They they still have the 1940s era Rudolph and Santa yeah, images. That up. they do. That yeah. they do. And it's really, really on, nice. On the other hand, the, the, these supersized ceramics that my grandmother used to own, uh, they're a little disturbing. Still are. So, oh, by the way, also yesterday when we were doing our due diligence, walk uh, jumped into Primetime Cafe and asked about whether or not they were taking part in the holiday program. Yeah. Same thing. It's just sort of like. We're Primetime Cafe. We're wonderful. We don't need to yeah. change. We're good the way we are. At the, it's still getting a reasonably high ratings for what it is. The tune-in lounge, I think, is fantastic. Oh, I did want to m- uh, mention one thing in here. So uh, yeah. uh, this was, uh, I think this was probably a stopgap measure. But let's see if we can go inside to uh, to tune in. I want to okay. show you something. There's, uh, you know how they have the um, the old televisions that play old-time TV shows? Mm-hmm. Well, in, uh, it's not open yet. In, uh, in one of them. The, uh, I guess the, the cathode ray tube of the TV had broken. So what they had done is taken out the glass and put a Dell monitor in there, but it, the, there was a gap between the, uh, the bottom of the screen. So okay. you can actually see the base of the monitor. Like, this is not, okay. this is not a good show here, folks. I know it's a stopgap thing, but it needs to get, to, it needs to get fixed. The Hollywood and Dine, they are definitely taking part in the, in the hog ghetto. Oh yeah, they're, gonna, they're, they're doing a Minnie's uh, holiday uh, character reading thing again. Yeah, and in fact, this is just yesterday afternoon when we were walking by here, we saw Santa Goofy in there doing a photo op. So yeah, I mean, this this park is is decked for the holidays. So. And, uh, and I, think, I imagine this entire area will be the backup to the backup area to get into Galaxy's Edge oh, as absolutely. well. I mean, look at the, the amount of space that you've got here, plus you've got so, the restaurants and the bathrooms. Given that we are mentioning you know holiday-related stuff, it's worth noting that even the sing-along version of Frozen... Oh, at the uh, Hyperion Theater directly across from Echo Lake. Yeah. yeah, they have folded in chunks of the Olaf's holiday adventure that ABC aired last year. So. Right. Everywhere you go, the holidays are here, folks. Oh, we forgot to mention that over by uh, Star Tours, the, uh, you can still meet uh, Olaf there at Celebrity uh, Greetings. Yeah. You can, you can, and and the back and on the back side of that, you have Mickey and Minnie's Red Carpet Dreams. What right. Is that? It's uh, so Mickey and Minnie are taking a break from filming uh, uh, particular movies mm-hmm. to do some character greetings. 
It's, uh, it's actually very popular, but it doesn't get popular until late in the afternoon because of where it is in the studios. Got it. But Got uh, it. one of the most popular character readings in the park to this day. Holy cow. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, we'll check it out the next time we're here. Okay. All right, folks, you've been listening to the Disney Dish Podcast with Jim Hill. We are produced fabulously by Aaron Adams. Please go on to iTunes or Stitcher and tell us what you would like to hear next on the show and give us some feedback. For Jim, this is Len. We will see you on the next show. <laughs>